All right. Hi, how do you Oh, it's back again with part two. Yeah, we're back on the airways. See, listen up. We're still here with Chelsea from the Collective Therapy. And in part two, we spoke about, what did we talk about, Chelsea, after Twin Flames? Oh, no, you were the one with the good Transgender name. rights. Oh, we went on a bit of a, oh, that's going to ruffle some feathers. Yeah, anger, we, anger. Talked anger. about anger and the underlying issue. We also talked about my supreme knowledge of betting and football. That's right. The most did. exciting part of the potty. You can skip that part. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then I feel like we talked about uh, the relationship, like the the anger that you feel and suppressing it. I know we said anger mm. before, but the, mm-hmm. I, I, th- I think that's about it though. Yeah. No, there's, there's heaps more. There's, I, I can't, I can't recall. Yeah. We talked about cheating. That was salt and pepper throughout the whole yeah. two whole episodes. We'll, yeah. be, we'll be back to that. We spoke about um, what Chelsea, if we could be polygamous. Oh, polyamorous. Yeah, polyamory. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And uh, a little bit about Chelsea's- um, Nude yoga. Same-sex relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Touched on that. Yeah, we can go deeper into that next time. Yeah, Mm. sick. Um, right, let's get hard. Let's get hard. Sports bet. (laughs) You two are cool. That's good. Look at these men finishing my sentences. I'll take the bit. I'm a crow. You shall not pass. You shall not pass. He never did the W, but everybody else has done the W. Listen all the way to the end and you'll see why he's the dumbest cunt on the planet. Grab a drink, settle down, and we'll see you in right now. Five Yards Podcast. Again, it's going to be 90% village. So we could be talking about stuff that they've never experienced before. Oh, is it 90% dudes that listen to yeah. this? The girls that listen love you. 87, I was going to say, 87%. they must just bloody skip. They must be like, oh, that Chelsea girl. No, the blokes love her. No, mush, they do. Mushy stuff, no? No, likes love because they hear us talk about shit and they're like, man, I've been feeling the same way or I was going through something similar. Mm. Mm. So, oh, that's cool. Mm. It's really cool. Are you doing ASMR right now? Mm. You're doing what you hate. You're eating them into the mic. <laughs> the sound of people chewing and and don't do it because it makes creeps. I'm me not. Up. I'm not. Do you know what? Well, what? you're doing it, you hypocrite. I'm not by purpose. He'll deliberately go. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it, tell me. It's disgusting. Fucking gross. More on. They're good biscuits, though. Mm. Yeah, they're the Subway mm. ones. Those chewy. I don't know who got them. No. Did you? Thanks for that. They're similar from IGA, but they're the exact same. Oh, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Cookie dough mm. based. Yeah. Mm. Chewy. Um, what else were we going to say? So, cheating. Again, I think like. Yeah, cheating. <laughs> what, mate? <laughs> <laughs> um, I shouldn't laugh. That was that was evil. You should, well, I was wait till you listen to the episode. You, it was your face. I was laughing at you smashing a cookie and like what, mate? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, I am what, mate? Um, yeah. If you've want? been cheated on. More mm. questions, yeah. Sometimes it is the person's fault. Which person are you talking no. about? Not him. Right. Oh, you're saying the partners. So you're saying like, so sometimes <laughs> you you a, a partner can be so just fucking shit and like just not present that the person that they're with ends up like find, trying to find find it elsewhere. But sometimes people cheat for different reasons: sexual intensity. Or to find a part of themselves that they've neglected or lost in someone else. Mm-hmm. So they meet this person and they connect over a part of them that they feel that they lost and they miss. Or they can meet someone and they can connect over similar pain. Mm. So, oh, I'm going through that too. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, they hear me. They understand me. Oh, my mm. goodness. And then obviously, you know, sex happens. Um, <laughs> then sex happens. So that's where when people <laughs> say, why do people cheat? I always say it's generally about power and control internally or externally. What would the power and control be? So they're getting power over their relationship or what they're missing or so they're trying to control the other person? Okay, so they feel inner disempowerment, like they've, they're not empowered anymore, like they've lost themselves to motherhood, fatherhood, work, like they just feel powerless. They've lost mm. that, you know, that inner power. Can we just get Holly back on real quick? Holly, jump on. Just jump. to ask you. How, what do you feel that she looked to Holly as well yeah. now? It's like she identifies with Holly. Any of your do you feel any of the actions that you did contributed to your, the people that you were cheating, or was it just something that was completely them? 
Do you think that you played a role in them mm. cheating? It's going to be interesting what you say. Oh, it's you who smells nice. So, <laughs> <laughs> came back. <laughs> I can smell it. It's very nice. Mm. Sorry, carry on. Um, now I don't, but at the time I did question everything I did and blame myself. Yeah. Um, and but now, like I've had time to step back and reflect, see the pattern of things and. Mm. And uh, how it all played out. I feel like a lot of it was that I'm very independent and that was quite scary for the types of uh, guys that I was dating and yep. then they felt insecure within our relationship and almost it was almost a, well, I'll get you first because I feel like you're going to do it to me anyway sort mm. of thing. Did you not give them enough words of affirmation? <laughs> Obviously not. You need to do your love language thing. I mean, I'm sorry, Mum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not trying to blame you or anything. I just wanted to. I, yeah, I definitely, that sort can, of I definitely contribute. Yeah, to, I, I think, think that to my situation. Mm. And I what, think that you. I think that you'd have to. There's always generally a contributing factor that both parties. Play. Do you know what I mean? Like there's always two sides to that coin. When it was happening, did you feel like you're still in love or did you feel like you'd both drifted out of love? Uh, in most most cases I was unaware and most of the times I've been told by somebody else. Yeah, but I'm saying like were you still, is- when it had happened, were you mentally and physically and, and were you present and then you're like, yeah, I'm all in with this person or yeah. were you like, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking pieces of shit. So you weren't. No, nah, I'm not going to shame yeah, and blame. So, and so you weren't <laughs> yeah, feeling. Yeah. I understand. But again, like I said, I was very much doing my own thing, and that maybe depends know, on what their love the language is because I might- wasn't really there and present, even yeah. though I was. I just need my own space. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah so what what, what you're saying is you put salt into the wound that was already there within them. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, if their love language is words of affirmation and quality time, and if you're not doing that, they might see that as you're not you don't love you don't love me because you're speaking a different language. Yeah, what's your love language? Quality time is it? <laughs> and you're off so being all independent. The quality time boys out there apply within for Holly. She's hot, <laughs> <laughs> and I've got her number. Mm. Ah. Um, um, what were we saying? Yeah, I was just asking. What her, love languages? What is what's your love language? Mine's touch and. Um, Acts blow of job. service. <laughs> yeah, legit. It's literally blowjobs. T- touch and acts of service. <laughs> yeah. So Acts of service, what does that cover? Blowies. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, like whenever you, like if someone was to do my washing for me. Yeah. Like they've taken the time to think about yeah, that. Yeah, okay, cool. Because like, I'm so busy. I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, I hell appreciate that. I would, ag- I, actually, I would agree with that one. That would be definitely one for me. Yeah. Like if, for example, I prefer like if someone, instead of buying me a, a t-shirt present, yeah. for, a, a, if they like wrote me a, card and, you know, painted me something or, you know, put some effort into something. Because mm, um, I've been thinking about it. Yeah. So that's yeah. different. Yeah. So, so what's, what, what's that one? Uh, so quality time, acts of service, that's gifts, but it's a more of a thoughtful gift. Yeah. It's, but it's still under well, gift. Well, it's not that mm. as in, so I don't mm. care if I get gifts or not, but I'm more like the, no, no. the effort the, or the appreciation. That is the, gifts. That when people, gift? Yeah, yeah. The <clears throat> gifts love language is not materialistic at all. It's about sentimental value. Yeah. Because mm. mm. if you knew, if someone knew that like, Fuck no. Their little nickname for you was like, I don't know, um, baby bear or whatever. How did you know? <laughs> and then they yeah. see a little baby bear and they're like, oh, I'm going to buy this because it reminds me of you or okay. if it was like. But can that be creepy? I know you want it. As well? Nah, like, not it's, it's, it's just, romantic. Yeah, well, yeah, if it's not If I bought language. you it, then maybe. <laughs> well, I mean, if your nickname was million dollars, would that be creepy? Or <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah. But if um, your love, like good. Chell said, if your love language wasn't. Yeah. That, then you'd be like, oh, what's this fucking weirdo doing? Because it's literally like you're speaking a different language. How you love is how you recognise love. So if your partner doesn't love the same language, it's like one speaking Japanese and the other speaking Italian Mm. and you're not seeing the way that person loves you. You're not recognised. Oh, see ya. You're off. Have you got my keys? In my bag. Yeah. Because the love languages are acts of service, quality time, touch, words of affirmation. And gifts. No, there's five. Yeah, so gift giving, words of affirmation, physical touch, acts of service. And quality time. Uh, Yeah, and quality time. So, but I like, I really like words of affirmation, but I did the um, test and my top two were acts of service and touch. Oh, I would, yeah, for sure. Yeah, touches. And I'm surprised quality, not quality time actually. Yeah, I don't know. But. 
That's I love spending time with the people that I love. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. But I um, – But maybe for me a quality time is an act of service because I like – if I'm writing jokes, I love someone that I love to be helping me. If I'm writing a wedding – I want them Actually, there, no, you know? I, you, it wouldn't be quality time with you. You know, you're right. You, you're right. Yeah, definitely acts of service. Mm. Um, and physical touch would be more intimate, you know, but I can definitely say with you how acts of service are for sure. Mm. That's why I asked you to pick up lots of stuff because yeah. I know you do it. <laughs> <laughs> it is true. I get that from my dad as well because my dad, he's just yeah. horrible at showing any form of love, but by him coming over and – Oh, he'll, really? I didn't get that yeah, last night. <laughs> yeah. He'll come over with a, what a, a task to do or try and do <laughs> yeah, something. He'll complain life. about it the whole time. <laughs> yeah. But loves Chels, loves Chels, eh? Yeah. Because she just like let dad shit on women. <laughs> and he's like, she gets me. I'm like, no, she doesn't. She's just agreeing with you. He's like, she understands. She knows the bloody women, they're changing their mind. Changing their mind on the building site. Then I'm costing an extra 10, 20 grand for these guys. I, I, I do understand your dad, actually. Like mm. I said, I'm not, I'm not a feminist, but I'm, I don't know what the other word was, a masculinist. I am quite that way inclined. I do. I'm a bit it's of just, a yeah. man backer. It goes. It swings too far the, the the wrong way. I think mm-hmm. uh, with everything. Like even the other day, Branch was saying they banned the word. They banned the word male. Yeah. What? Mm. Yeah. It was. Uh, I What's? Yeah. We haven't <clears throat> spoke to you about transgender stuff. Mm. I um, think it's just so fucking. Sorry, Branch. You tell the story. I'll again. tell the story. Yeah. So it was, and I I can't for the life of me remember which publication it was, but it was a big one. Let's say it was the. Washington Post or something like that. <clears throat> it was a article, an opinion piece uh, from a young woman who had lost out a sprinting race to a transgender, trans uh, or transitioned male into a female. I guess is that, is that mm. what they say. Um, mm-hmm. And she wrote an article saying, "This is mm. I'm all for like you know equality mm. and people uh, and their sort of." Um, you know, th- those sorts of issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in regards to, like, physical attributes, this girl is beating a lot of women who are striving to do well in a sport. But on the other hand, you gotta, you got to <clears throat> fucking... And she referred to this transgender woman as a, ma- as a male, biological male, and um, it was sent out and then they had to issue an apology and then redact the word male from the... And so, like... Uh, I'm all for being respectful to transgender people who are who go through. But needs to go the other way as well. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because Respect. like women, obviously, as well, are fighting to try and you know uh, get equality and and those sorts of things. And, and this is just a I feel like a step backwards for women almost. Big time. And but I mean, you got to give in, it to in a guy. In regards to sporting, if someone's willing to cut their dick mm. off to win a race, like that's some pretty good commitment. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> and just, he's probably like, well, we don't know. He might. Or he, she might still have the penis attached, mm. and that's a bit of a that's attachment. That's, that's a sprinting. <laughs> we need to get over a, attachment. Well, hang on, that's a sprinting issue. I mean, girls yeah. are a little bit more advanced. Streamlined, but I don't. Yes. I just don't like this whole um, forced and like mandated thing. So, like making rules about like in certain yeah. universities, you, you cannot say you know, uh, or you cannot write or use terms like um, mother and father, and, and these sorts of things are being fucking banned bullshit, man. and can't be said. Like it's, it's fucking bullshit. Like it's a bad thing because at the same at, at the end of the day, like you can put these sort of uh, things into place to try and help situations. But by forcing the hand, it, it creates more pushback. And that mm. whole um, – some people will fucking hate me bringing up his name, but Jordan Peterson, his 12 Rules for Life book, he talks about, you know, make your own bed and that's the best way to have an mm. impact. So making your own bed is the mm. perfect way to make the biggest difference in the mm. world. We all address our own issues. So if I am a person who has an – a serious issue with transgender people, it's me who has to assess it myself. Like I have to go, I need to be more respectful of them. And if they ask me to call them by a certain pronoun, I will do it. But I don't understand no one the groundswell. To- it's such a small minority of the fu- of people. Yeah, exactly. Like, who gives and- a fuck? I feel like they're just trying to make themselves feel more important. But I mean, that's I, probably I don't the worst thing to say. Do you think it's- It's so de- demoralizing of the whole trans movement. But you know, I'm but at do you point- think it's them? 
who says that, or do you think? No, it's, I think it's it's Karens that are getting Karens offended are getting on their offended behalf. on be- on their behalf. Like I do understand that there are transgender people who d- genuinely are going through issues and yeah. and 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 want to their well, voice from, to be from heard. From my but, experience with trans people, they make it all about themselves. Yeah, and it's always uh, about themselves and fucking shitting on anyone else that doesn't agree with them. Yep. which is the okay. worst form ever because there's no acceptance or tolerance. I don't give a fuck if you're a man, dude, or a fucking it's somewhere in between. If you're cool, you're cool. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's yeah, about yeah. the soul, not the <clears throat> shell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What does it fucking matter? And it's just like all this, all this upswell is from such a small percent that well, it doesn't affect my fucking life. It might affect theirs, but when I'm with you in your presence, and sweet. That's, and that's the making your own bed. That's, yeah. the, that's what I was just getting at, like – that's on me. So if you're yeah. a transgendered person, it's on me to be tolerant and respectful of you and treat yeah. you just like any other person. And just like person. Rudy said, instead when we of had him me on. trying to make Chelsea make you feel like that, I set the example and do it and yeah. make my own bed first to make a difference because Chelsea might then see me treating you with respect and, mm. and like the way any human should be treated. Yeah. And then, but it's we'll like, go, Fuck, it's like I'm when an idiot for thinking like that. Like I should be fucking doing that as well. And it's, that's it's the best like what way Rudy to make told us about when he was coming out. He goes, "Well, I don't fucking." I don't have to tell anyone. Yeah, he yeah, gives yeah. a fuck. Like, I didn't feel like I needed to come out as gay or whatever. He didn't make it about himself. And his mm. brother goes mm. to him, how come you didn't tell me you're a gay? Yeah. And he was like, well, how come you didn't tell me you're into fat chicks? <laughs> yeah, 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 I get that. So get it's that. like, what does it matter? Yeah. yeah. So Rudy's point I, was the a, best. That's a personality thing. So I've met um, gay people, girls and boys that feel the need to preach and to yep. make themselves heard and seen. Mm-hmm. And then I've had other gay people that will not go to a single gay pride event because they think, why? why? What's the My po- pride's uh, yeah. in- internal. It doesn't need to be proven. I don't need to prove that yeah. I'm accepted. I accept me and that's that. Yeah. And so <clears> – <throat> Once again, that comes down to perception. Cheers, Ty. Good work today. Um, That comes down to perception and personality. Yeah. You know, like. I'm all for it. Go do the Pride Parade. It doesn't affect me. If you want to trans parade, go for it. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, it's (laughs) stop making a big deal. Yes, you've been oppressed for a long time, but I feel like we're at the point now where it's. It doesn't matter. No, the the best way that we can make an impact, again, is that make our own bed and and address the way we think about things. Definitely. I watched Australian Story recently. I love that show. Yeah. And there's one on transgender kids and it's good and I think everyone should watch that because it shows the struggle that kids have of feeling like they're born in the wrong shell. Yeah. And yeah, I'm I think of this. Body dysmorphia. Yeah. Well, just like little kids saying, I want to be a boy. I'm I'm not meant to be a girl. I've come in, I've come from the universe, this is my mm-hmm. understanding, in the wrong shell. And I just can't imagine that struggle and that pain, you know, like unless you're trans, I think that they do have the right to feel um, not understood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because how can, how can you possibly understand? Yeah. And how it's just the same as how can you understand chronic depression Mm. Unless you and you know people like oh just just you know go for a walk, <laughs> yeah. You know it's like fuck off, go yeah. for a walk. Mm. Do you know what it's like to be chronic depressed? And until you've walked in those person's shoes, how dare you fucking yeah question their oh, experience? And I was I was such a I I put my hand up and like probably about six seven eight years ago I was that person who'd be like go how can you how yeah. can you be depressed? Fucking mm. just cheer up. Like I was that bad. I, I, I was. I, I'm a bit ruthless mm. in, and unempathetic mm. to people's struggles without having it's, known. It's not till you've experienced, bro. Even uh, an anxiety attack. You were talking about them last year. I, mm. I think it was, and I was like, right. "How on you? our show?" Yeah. On that and I was like, "How really? Like how? Like that yeah. can't be?" Well, I was the exact same, but with relationships, with my brothers would break up with their misses. I never understood heartbreak. I was like, "Give us a fuck. Move on." There's these chicks. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. like when I went through it, I was like. Fuck, wow. man. I was the biggest cunt. Like, yeah. I was like your one. What is it? Yeah. What is it where you call someone? Lifeline. Yeah, like you're 101. But I like I like being that. But I mean, and yeah, because yeah. the way I acted to my brother Jamie, especially, it was so bad, man. I feel horrible, like, because with him and his first girlfriend, I was always like, "Fucking break up with her. Why are you with her? Mm. Like, he's a fucking shit together." And like being in a relation, being with someone where if they say that to me, I'm like, "Fuck!" Like that hell hurts. Like all you want is your family to accept the person you're with. And then when he when they broke, like I had him in tears, like yeah, you know. And then when they broke up, I'm like, fuck, who gives a fuck, bro? Just move on. And that same with Chris when they broke up, when he broke, move on. It's fucking easy. But I'd never been through that 
absolute mm. torture and fucking like you're sick and your your heart hurts. But also, I remember saying to you like you've also got to get to a point where you compartmentalize and. Um, you use logic to get you through the emotional pain because, of course, I think in one of the episodes I was saying that you actually can't work your logical brain and your emotional brain at the same time. You're either in one box or the other. But when you do – when you're very over-emotional, so like panic attacks, anxiety, feeling like, you know, your heart hurts and all that you said, it's very – it's good to use logic and vice versa. When you're too logic, like you were saying, Mm. you've – now moved down into your heart more recently. Um, you yeah, you need to drop into your heart more. There's it's about once again balance. Yeah, you know? yeah. So anyway, we've just hit trans topics. Or yeah, we, we are whatever. definitely poised in a in a right Precarious. direction. <laughs> yeah. What else? Um, what else did you want to talk about, Chelsea? We had cheating. Um, well, it's we more you guys give me the subjects to talk about. So, what did you want to talk about? Um, there was something about that's very anger. precarious. Precarious? We because we had precarious. Yeah. Yes, it's we had a um, a chat, and we were talking about different subjects. And I think one of them was anger as well. I think, okay. or someone said to me, "Can you talk about anger?" Which was interesting. Um, and uh, yeah, and then we were talking to you. I think I was talking to you about your dad and how. So I was saying that when someone presents angry, it's quite often they're not angry. It's the emotion that's underneath the anger. So the most angriest people, let's say, um, are the ones that don't show it, and that's the dangerous anger. Mm. At the end of the day, anger is just oh. a loud noise. So what right? is yeah. what is what does that say about me? You're a serial killer. Do you not like anger, and you don't get angry? I don't see the point of it. I think it's healthy just every now and again just be like, fucking dog, cunt. Why can't you kick that goal, you fucking mongrel? $6,000, you fucking mongrel. Muppet. You mongrel. Yeah, it feels actually, good. Yeah, but you're uh, not actually yeah. angry. No, nah, I feel I feel out. Uh, I feel like I've been robbed. So I'm I, I'm trying to outsmart the bookie. You're scared of being ripped off. Scared? See? Yes. Nah, frustrated. Because I'm like, I knew. That's the anger. But, uh, well, my, I never feel Anger, so except for me. when I lose a close bet. Yeah, because okay. Because I know that the bookies have fucked up, and they've they've given me odds of like fifty to one. Why are we fucking at gambling again? Because this is when I feel truly angry. This is <laughs> this is the only time I ever feel truly okay, anger. So listen, and we'll we'll I'll talk. No, you to fucking listen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. So, okay. So, all right. I'll do it like in a session. What are you angry about at the moment? What, what are you angry about with bookies or bloody gambling but or sports? Are we bet? assuming that I've lost the bet? Do what you were doing before. Okay, it makes so, me angry because. Okay, so if I've put 50 bucks on a guy to kick three goals, right? Or even a team. And let's, he kicks two points. You're yeah, or let's do this. Okay, this. let's do this one. Charlie Cameron. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> I had him for five goals and it was paying like 8,000 bucks. Okay. And he kicked four goals. Four behinds. So he had four chances to <laughs> kick, the, <laughs> kick the goal. I know she's Football. falling asleep. Footy. Burr. Anyway, yeah. Or, uh, okay, okay. But yeah, okay, yeah. So, yeah, so it's someone a, that's- It's a kind of a thing. Four time, but <laughs> yeah. the worst one is when I see a team is going to come back and I'll bet on them to win by over 15 and I get these crazy odds like 30 or 40 to one because I'm like, the bookies have fucked this up and I'll, I'll have my money and I'm and ready to win. Adjust. And no, and I'll, I'll, I'll get the bet on, but- They'll win by fourteen instead of fifteen or more, which I need. Mm. And then because they're mm. winning by fourteen, a guy will have a chance to win it mm. for me, and he'll fuck it up. And that is like the most infuriating shit. Because why? Because I've been proven wrong. Because he's because I was right, but because that can't fucking couldn't kick from eight meters out right in front. Yeah, yeah. he's he's proven me wrong. So you feel and like I've lost a, all my money. I feel like a fu- I feel like I've been cheated out of my money. Yes. Or do you feel and like when you feel cheated and robbed of your money? What do you feel? Sorry. Yeah. Um, f- fuck, angry. Be- keep going. Keep going. You, this is what I mean. This is the thing about anger. You've got to go deeper. Matt, when anger presents, it's not often about anger. Is it frustration because yeah, you, it's fr- I'm frustrated because you were right, but I because was right. it was just one point off, you were like, yes. "Fuck you!" Like I was still right. I feel greedy, but I. Because I could have gone less. I feel like the sports realm is probably not the right. 
for a relationship counsellor. You two are getting so excited. I'm like, <laughs> just, it's like a light bulb's been shoved up both your rear ends. Well, this is what the blokes that like listen are going to refer to. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. um, but because I'm trying to get somewhere and I get in I get in the sporting realm that it's it's um, entertainment anger, right? It's yeah. like, fuck, he's that. Oh, I mean, I see my dad do it all the time. And he's on the couch by himself. And then he gets up and is like, pass the salt. Because it's not real yeah, anger, yeah, yeah. right? It's yeah. just entertainment anger. So that's different. But mine lasts, okay, let- when it's like that, it lasts for a good 30 to 40 minutes afterwards. And yes, that's what I've been working on myself, to just let it go. Okay, so this, there, that means, okay, go with that, that there's an emotional driver that isn't anger, that's deeper than anger, that actually there's an upset, there's a hurt, there's a fear. What is that? Because that is the seed and you're the, covering the it up The fear is if anger. I keep betting, I'm going to lose more and more money and I'm afraid that I could be addicted. Yes, afraid. <gasps> Fancy word for fear. <clears throat> so <clears throat> I'm scared of losing. Control. Of. Just losing control. Yeah. But then oh, yeah, I hit. but miss that no, no, no. chin. <laughs> Penny no, drop. No, but listen, this is what fucks with my head. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, but you fuck. Yeah, but listen. <laughs> This is what fucks with my head is I'll be in that point where I'll be like, fuck, man, maybe I'm not good at gambling, right? And then yeah, so there the you next go. bet I put on, I win six and a half thousand bucks like last night. Yeah, okay, yeah. cool, right? You know, and back. then I'm like, if I oh had st- hang on, if, if I had just stopped, I would have not won and I'm up a lot. And every time I feel like I should stop, I hit again and again where I, I'm like, nah, the bookies have fucked this up and I hit. So every time I feel like, oh man, this is getting away from me, I just get proven right because then I win and I hit and I hit and, I, and I'm I'm not I'm not losing money gambling for the last four or five years. Okay, we've gone off topic and now we're talking about how you're a legendary gambler. <laughs> but you're chasing. Cool. Yeah, but the underneath feeling is pride. So you're, so you're no. addicted to the uh, in, like the adrenaline that you get through the win, but yeah. the uh, the anger that you feel you're when you lose. The pride. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. So you're addicted to the adrenaline you get from the win, but yeah. you- I love outsmarting the bookies. But your anger is driven from the fear of loss of control. Yes. Yes, but okay, I'm going to head fuck you here. Oh, yes, oh. finally, oh. active service. <laughs> <laughs> Analyze you, is that that comes from using your intelligence as your inner power. Correct. And when they when you they take it away, yeah. that's the fear of being out of control and not having that- in a power that it resides in logic and intelligence Correct. for you. Correct. But you also said something before that sparked my um interest. My interest is that you said I'm afraid I'm then I'm not good enough or they think I'm not good enough. Well not they think but then I'm afraid that really I'm not as good as I thought I was. Well done. That's it. Right. That's it. That's the scene. I can already tell by the way you're reacting right now. That is it. I'm afraid that I'm not good enough at gambling or just at it's just that's that's that's, that's the bottom line. Full stop. Mm. That's the bottom line. So well, then, if sports bet would unban oh, me, <laughs> I would love to prove them wrong. <laughs> yeah, you, you're bloody really good at it. And hey, sometimes the 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 hardest. Well, the reason why you are good at gambling is probably because you're pro- you are you're proving to yourself that you are good enough. Mm. And when yeah, that's probably a, that's true. And when you have a strong emotional driver, they're the most successful people. In the world. Yeah, that's very Quite true. often the people that have the hardest lives or have low self-worth are the most success, successful because they really push themselves to prove back to themselves their limiting beliefs yeah. to, to, you know, um, yeah, go against what they feel about themselves. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Okay, cool. So anger is more like there's something else that's making you angry. Yes, because quite because I, mm. I know people that suppress anger. Mm. We can go. School shooters. Oh yeah, let's school we'll, shooters. Let's talk about that. Let's yeah, see. Is it is it an unhealthy thing that I'm doing? Is it? Am I? We going off the? So thing? let's talk about what you're doing. Okay. Because Dome- I'm not domestic sure violence. what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Doing. So you, you said, is it an unhealthy thing? What to I'm suppress. doing? I'm not sure what you mean by that. Yeah. That you're oh, not well, angry. No, no, yeah, I just haven't been angry about your marriage breakdown. Yeah. Not one. Th- one not like. Just sad? Yeah. That's because probably you go straight to the underlying feeling. Yeah, that's probably because you have- Emotional intelligence. Emotional awareness, emotional confidence just, uh, as well. Disappointed is not is more like what it was. It's yeah, not sad. Dis- well, mm. 
not uh, it is sad. Sadness is in the gut, disappointments in the heart. It's, it's dis- that it's, it's that it is uh, disappointment. Yeah, it really is sucks we and it could have done work. this differently. Yeah, that's what it was. Mm. Yeah. That's what it was. After all that I we, can't believe and I felt like I'd failed. Failed. That's how I felt. Mm. I felt like I'd let it all let it You felt like you'd failed, even though <clears throat> Steph was the cattle well, you know. Yeah. Yeah, so I felt like I felt oh, I failed. Okay, that's interesting. In, you, up in keeping a like a great, watering the plant, yeah, a good family and and uh, it go and carrying on. Yeah, and keeping her happy enough not to stray is in your mind, yeah. right? So that this is a good place to go because um, ev- lots of people feel like this, and every client that I have that's been cheated on always says this, I wasn't enough. It's never usually ever about that. And Mm. I think if Steph was here today and I said to her, was it that he wasn't enough? She might say yes initially, but as we broke down the layers, it Mm. would be that she's not enough for herself. She isn't giving. that reflection thing. She isn't giving herself the thing that she seeked in the affair. So if I had Steph here today and I said, what did you get from Mr. So-and-so? Mm-hmm. And she might have said, um, I don't know what what she would say. An ear. A, an ear. Yeah. Chopper. <laughs> okay. So she doesn't feel heard or seen, right? Yeah. But then why doesn't she listen to herself? Why doesn't she give herself what she needs? Why does someone else need to be a sounding board for her? Why can't she digest, process her pain? Why does she need someone else to listen to her? Why is that so important? And did your husband listen to you? And in his way, did you command, demand that he listens to you? Did you give warning? You know, so this is all the questions that if I had Steph here that I would ask. And it's not about blame. It's about going deeper than, well, you just didn't listen to me, so I went elsewhere. I think that yeah, when people get- Do you feel like you did? Uh, yeah, I, I, I do, but I don't as well. Like I, I acknowledge that I was definitely not always present. It is a bit confusing mm. sometimes. Depends what you consider Confusion. to be listening to as and well. And this is like, again, because she's not here to defend herself, so, mm. but it's more like, not defend herself, but Just like uh, have her sight so, so mm. say, but it more so like um, uh, I would, it'd be, it'd be tough because there'd be conversations where like I would, Think and not speak, and just listen and mm. and sort of think about what I was trying to say. like. I don't know what I was thinking about, but I would think when she would speak, and then I she'd think get she'd angry feel for you not thinking. Yeah, she'd, she'd feel it. She'd yes, know. Yes, I don't think it was the fact that I wasn't wasn't listening. It was like it was like you're just trying to f- sort this out in your head. Mm, and I remember, he, yeah. Um, and then there was the times where I just really would just try and figure it all out. I so would just if I had Steph away. here, I would say to her, um, if you didn't feel heard and that was the catalyst that made you seek intimacy elsewhere or whatever, then where in your early years did you not feel heard? And so when your husband didn't do that to you, it made you really feel triggered. So I'd go back to her family home and be like, were you not seen? Were you not heard? Did you feel pushed aside? <laughs> Um, and I have a feeling that she might say, I don't know her story. Mm. She might say yes, she might say no. But I I find it really interesting when the person that cheated, and I hate using that word as well because that yeah, has, yeah. you know. Stri- but anyway. Strayed. Went outside strayed, the Whatever. Because there's always an emotional driver and it's quite often it's quite sad, you know, mm. and so I feel compassion, you know, in that realm as well. But. Um, I, f- I really challenge their answers because it's not usually what they think. It's quite often something deeper that they're avoiding because, you know, um, these people that cheat are not disrespectful, nasty, evil people. They're people that cannot scratch that itch. Mm. So yeah. it's like, okay, where is that coming from? There's got to be a deep emotional boiler, you know, for someone to do something that's so disrespectful that they would never want done to themselves and they never saw coming. So you can't – you've got to challenge your answers to why you had an affair, you know, or why someone cheated, you've, you know. Mm. So that's why I'd say, okay, well, where if that was the catalyst, you know, because not being heard is is a reason, but there's got to be a reason why that is was so driving for her, and we don't know. Mm. But then other people say, 
things like, oh, I wanted vitality and freshness and I was bored. Okay, well, let's, let's scratch deeper. What, mm. what does that remind you of? Why do you hate that feeling of boredom? Why is that traumatising and stressful for you? Where does that come from? Because it's certainly not your husband's issue. It's your issue. Mm. Does that make sense? What if they think they're in love with the other person as well? So they've got the two mm. things where they just feel like they're in love and it doesn't yeah, feel Yeah, so that. I've had clients. That's hard. That yeah. is hard because I've had <laughs> clients that have come to me and said, I love – and it's but it was – I've had a woman client. I've had a um, male client that have said, you know, um, let's both. go with the – I love both these men equally. What the fuck? Mm. You know, and so I when you go for go, your twin flame, eh? No. Of course. <laughs> yeah. I just yeah. go, oh – Oh, I just, yeah, it's hard. And it's about um, usually once you break it down, you know, I would say to the, per- the every client that comes to me and says I'm in love with two people, what do I do? I say, well, do you want that? And if they say no, then I break it down so they choose to set them free. Yeah. But if they want to be in love with two people, that's different. Polyamory. Yeah, but if they don't, then they're not actually in love with both of them. Yeah. Do you think polyamory works or is that bullshit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For some people, absolutely. Mm. God, yeah. I don't think Could any- you do it? Uh, ask me in 30 years with the same <laughs> guy. I could do a lot of things. Um, um, I'm I'm lucky in that and I don't mean to sound like a right wanker, but I'm a really unjealous person and I always have been. You can probably back that. Like in most of my relationships. You're hell jealous that I win money all the time, but. Oh, well, yeah, that's no. fucking buy <laughs> no, me a sandwich. Buy me a sandwich. This is what I've been saying forever. <laughs> that's the funniest thing. I've I like ever. sandwiches. I don't, yeah. I'm not. I'm Would you like, like some I'm, ham and cheese I'm toasted too, sandwiches? I'm too tired to yeah. laugh, but yeah. that yeah, is the funniest thing I've yeah. ever heard. Well, right it's, it's, a, it's it, a running done. joke. It's a running yeah. joke because, like, he's always Fine. like, hi, Chelsea, how are you going? Guess what? I won. Guess what? Guess how much money I won last night. And in my head I'm going, don't give a fuck, but all right. One grand, sure, you, or you care because I buy your shit. And no, you don't. You're, do you want to be impeccable with your words right now? Well, I, Every time I win, I'll take you out for breakfast if we were teaching oh, well, together. Oh, so would I. Or, I'm not waiting for the car. Oh, okay. All right. Miss Entitled over there. You know what? <laughs> fucking buy your own lunch. Get your own sandwich. Oh, <laughs> Get your own stuff off fucking Gumtree. You gum sound tree. like me now. Get your oh. own stuff off Gumtree. It's funny. No, but I – yeah, yeah. No, you, you – yeah, you are good. No, you are good. I'm having a joke, but – um, I'm having an anxiety attack over here because I feel undervalued. <laughs> <laughs> what were we saying about um, that? That polyamory and being with mm. two people. I, think I feel like if I loved that one person unconditionally, I could, but only if they wanted it. I wouldn't want it. How do you know? Yeah. I know. Give it 30 years. Like how do you, you can't plan. But I'm saying if emotions. they wanted to do it, Mm. I would love them enough to be like, if that's what you want, I love you. All oh, right, okay. If you want to do it, oh. you know, but ideally I wouldn't choose that because I wouldn't, I feel like I wouldn't want to stray. But who knows, mm, like yeah, you said, yeah. 30 years. But Yeah, and, you know, you're pretty open-minded and I think the people that rule things out, I'm like, gosh, I feel sorry for you because you can't plan how you're going to feel. Mm. Like how do you know you'd, you know, unless, okay, some people I've said, like, could you ever sleep with a girl? Could you could you ever sleep with a guy? And they're like, no. And that's different. Mm. Yeah. That's that's a sexual, that's different. Mm. I get that. But, you know, people that say, I'd never cheat. I'd never do this. I'd never do that. Well, you don't know. This I is, used to say that all the time. And maybe my mind know. is just too open. But I think the amount of cases and clients I've seen that have even blown me away, I'm like, oh. Yeah. You never know. I used possible. to say that. I'd be like, I'd never do this or I know I'd do that. And the truth is you just don't. Like you'd like to think how you would act, but you don't know if if that person came along or whatever the situation was mm. and it presented itself, you might just be like, fuck, well, I'm going to do this and mm. never thought I'd do it. And also remember that trauma, you know, strikes a lot of behavioural patterns within people. And look, if you're, God forbid, your brother's got killed tomorrow – you don't know, or your mum and dad, you don't know what that's going to spike or spark in you, you know. Mm. And quite often in every let, – let's go back cheating because that's the flavour of the episode, I guess, is that quite – I've also noticed that in cheating situations that there's some sort of trauma or pain that's happened. There's an event. <coughs> oh, that's you, Dale. Oh. 
my Bluetooth. Your Bluetooth up. Yeah. Jeez, oh, that's wow. my trauma. <laughs> you look at your face. You're that so excited. Cool. I was like, where's that from? Jurassic <laughs> Park. Is that what it is? Nah, it just reminds me of it. Do, yeah. Do. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's some, or quite often some sort of grief and loss of themselves, of a part that they've left behind that they miss, mm-hmm. or external grief and loss, some sort of pain. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, do you be so a polyamorous, anyway, Branchy? Um, I think I, I'd like to think that I could, but I'm starting to think that maybe I'm a bit of a jealous type. Yeah. It, not not, not that bad, mm. but or and maybe it's now resulting trauma from from everything. But I just uh, yeah, I don't think I could now. Mm. I don't think I could. Yep. Why? Can you go more into that? I'm, I'm just seeing. I'm just seeing why you've realised you're a jealous person. Why? Not jealous, but more like um, possessive, controlling, <laughs> violent. <laughs> no, just um, school shootery. Don't I, don't, like I don't get jealous of like interaction with like all that sort of stuff. But I've started to think like, fuck, if there was another person involved, I don't think – I don't know why I started thinking that there's possibilities that I was like, no, I don't like the idea of that person being with another person. I guess it's obviously – Because of the trauma. Yeah. yeah. Um, I want to ask so many questions but I don't know. Mm. Like maybe we'll wait to another episode or like when you're less yeah. tired because I can tell you like – yeah, I, basketball. I, am. I am. And obviously when you're tired, you're more emotional and I don't want to like poking prod. But yeah. quite like it's the images, right, that can get to you because I've got a lot of clients that are just like they absolutely torture themselves with the images, like mm-hmm. sexual images, and I'm like stop it's the doing the idea that. that they would like it and, and leave. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's the – that's the not enoughness. That is – oh, it makes you feel – It's gross. It's gross. And every client that I've had – it's because we all are born with that. We are all born with fear of not being enough, fear of not belonging, fear of being different and can't connect. We all have those baseline fears. So when someone cheats on you, hello, you just you're just honing in on our foundational innate fear. That's if you're in a society where your monogamy is your. Well, we're talking about betrayal here. Mm. I'm talking about in a situation where you feel betrayed. Like yeah. there's a difference between where there's been permission to love someone else or sleep yeah. with someone else. Yeah. But when it's betrayal and all what happens is the first three things you feel are those foundational, I'm not enough, where do I belong, how do I connect with someone else and that is why people churn so much internally because you just – it's the worst. It's the worst feelings. Yeah. And betrayal is the ugliest beast. I don't think there's any other beast that's harder to tackle than betrayal. Mm. Like Marcus Adams is pretty hard. What, what did Marcus? Who's Marcus Adams? He's just a beast. He's oh. hard to tackle. <laughs> plays is this footy? Yeah, plays for oh, Brisbane. What a branch he's made. <laughs> I think his nickname's the beast as well. He's isn't a it? fucking big boy. That's what he is. Yeah. Like. Muscular. (laughs) (laughs) We got about. If we're going to split this episode in two, we got eight minutes to make it two one-hour episodes. Yeah. Do you want to do that? What's a good eight-minute topic? Oh yeah, because I can't. um, I can't do next week. Yeah. So. So this is going to be part mm. two. If you listen to part one, guys. Oh yeah. So should we should we split it into two one hours? Yeah. Well, Well, like I said, split you like a log. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Cool. What Um, have you got? An eight-minute like. You guys ask me stuff. But have you got an eight-minute topic you're passionate on? Because you love, you want to do workshops. Maybe we could plug our new potty that you want to do. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's, I've just got so many ideas. I love workshops. I love anything that's like. <laughs> it's gonna sound weird. Oral presentations. Oh fuck yeah! Active service. Um. What? what? Sorry. Sorry. Keep going. Um. They're looking at their phones. Sorry. They're sharing Shin. a moment. Release, Release the, the tapes. For what? Ah, oh, doesn't matter. Oh. Okay, yeah. so um, sorry that was a bad thing. Go. That's, that's all right. You're cooked. We've talked about I'm this. Cooked. You're tired. Yeah, I'm cooked. Yeah, I'm cooked. What was your question? I've lost it. Potty workshops. Oh yeah. So I love like anything like workshops, and I was saying that we should do a podcast where we talk about like just having because you and I would talk about absolutely everything, but about more. Um, like emotional, personal, kind of deep-seated issues, mm. you know? Yeah. And called, because – yeah. No shame. No, no shame. shame. Mm. Or something you like that. You guys going to pay rent? Yeah. <laughs> and then we were talking about workshops that we could do. i stop telling how much I wish. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, yeah, we're talking about workshops that we could do where, you know, male, female workshops. I've just seen lots of workshops where it's either male or female, not blended, and mm. I would like to spark that up. So, yeah. yeah. Mate, you're doing really good because a, a few people I know have gone to you through this podcast, which mm. is so good. Um, but oh, cool. Um, and, yeah, another I won't say who uh, they've they've started seeing you and they're yeah rave reviews of oh, your, that's about awesome. you and what you've been doing. So oh, that's so nice to hear. I love yeah. that. Sick. And I love what I do. And I actually put a post up on Instagram recently, that my last post, and because someone said to me, "How do you listen to people's problems all day?" <laughs> and initially, or not all day, but always, and I just laughed and was like, "Yeah, that's that's true." And I tried to break it down in my head, and it was like. I really value freedom mm. and I recognise that at a very young age where I loved getting on an aeroplane and it taking off. Oh, and you've that, been everywhere, you gypsy. Yeah, yeah. And I preach, I really, it's my driver. And so I love setting people free. Yeah. And mm. physical or emotional pain, that's just what I do, what I do, you know, why I do what I do. Sorry. So, yeah. And yeah. it's the ultimate female job because girls love gossip. <laughs> oh, for me, I it's for me, I'm so curious. I'm all, I was always that kid that was like, "But why, mum? But why?" And she's just like, "Oh my god, shut up." Yeah. But I I have been my soul is so curious and so I was like, I'm going to get paid for this curiosity. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I love and I love analyzing people's and people's stories and listening and being like, "But how and why and, mm. and just getting to the bottom of it. Do you ever find it. that two stories are the same? Oh, you, we're all – yes. Every yeah. client that comes in, I'm like, I've seen you 50 times in different body. Yeah. I've heard this story. This is why psychs or counsellors, their they job isn't form. that hard. Is because we're all very similar. Mm. You know, but so everyone thinks they're special, hey? Um, Does everyone no. come to you going like oh, – No, they, not everyone thinks they're special, no. Is that right? Projection? Yeah. Do you think you're special? Absolutely. <laughs> Delby thinks he's part of the Truman Show, but I do as well. Yeah. Do you ever get that? What's that oh, feeling? What that is that feeling of like you are the – everyone's watching you. Every time you watch Truman Show, are you like, fuck, this is about me? As in you, you, you feel like – feel like we're in, That's yeah. the whole conspiracy theory. What's that thing that – Like you're um, an actor for me. Yeah. Like you're not my real yeah, – you're I've not Chelsea. I've got a friend that does this and I can't be bothered wasting emotional, <laughs> <laughs> emotional energy on that. That's what an actor would say. Uh, yeah, of course. Oh. oh. Fuck. What if, you, no, you, what if you're bringing that up on purpose just to throw me off? I know, bro. I did. No, I never think I'm that. I'm fucking – I never think that. I always think I'm the Truman Show. Do you? Yeah. Nah, I don't actually lately – Last couple of years, but I, I guarantee, like genuinely, I reckon early adulthood, early, early adulthood, you always get that like, there's fucking something going on. People are watching me, like, that's how I felt. Oh, I've never had Stop that. Stop masturbating feeling. in public, right? <laughs> Paranoia. Yeah. Kept me, it kept me accountable sometimes. Mm. It genuinely kept me accountable. Your skepticism was your parent. Well, it, it wasn't even Paranoia like. Paranoia was your parent. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> kept me like. Oh, I better not lie. Good boy. Good <laughs> you boy. You know, like just in case they're going to go, oh, he's lying. This kid, this main character that we followed for 33 years is lying. <laughs> or like, yeah, Big Brother vibes. I always wanted to go on Big Brother. That's exactly Brother. what we um, – I'm sort of in, in – Big Brother would be sick. Maybe we should um, audition together, Delbs, like two friends. I'd be keen, man. Let's do it. Like, I'd even want to go in like with my brothers and not tell, like they not know. And just, you know. Yeah. But that you'd be at an automatic advantage straight away if you went in with your brothers because you're yeah. just making a lot. Yeah, I was going to say, I just said, let's go with me. And you're nope. like, oh, I'd no, like no, to no, go with no, my no. brothers. Yeah, but Dumped. I see you as a brother. There's no such there's no <laughs> such, <laughs> there's no such thing as an alliance. Yeah. As we known at your your birthday last year. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I betray everyone. <laughs> I'm I'm crafty. Mm. What happened? Oh, no, it doesn't matter. So I got- um, I did. It's, a, it's just a game. I did, <laughs> we did Survivor for my birthday. Two tribes. And you vote, oh. you vote off it was your sick. weakness. So oh, much You were away. <laughs> oh. um, and then, or you just made up a, a lie. No, I come. probably I, I sneakily had an immunity. He had an oh. immunity idol and he told everyone to vote for him. He was like, I don't care about the game, just vote for me. Vote for me. And they voted him out. He's like, I got immunity. And I got, I, I got someone out because I was going <laughs> shit at the start. I, I, pro- I progressed very well, actually. I did quite well. In the it end. was really fun. Oh, we got to do it again. Be crafty. That would be fun. I used it to, is. It's so fun. We used fun. to play the mole as kids. I love that. And what was her name? Shaz. Fucking what? game no, on mole. You know Shaz the mole. No, I know like the mole. The game, the mole. Yeah. And I remember writing all the notes and the courses and 
like have you done any escape rooms yet no, I want to do that. Right, we'll go do one. But I get, like I, I crack. Yeah, I've got someone pressure. who wants to do one. Yeah, you'd be good. I've got someone who wants to do one. Yeah, Is yeah. It who, who I'm thinking of? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. All right. Well, that right. takes us to two hours. Part two. Try and escape this room. It's actually only been an hour and forty. Has it? Yeah, but it's all right. We'll, That's good. I'll, I'll hour forty-five. I'll sort yeah. something out. I'm so. back on the twenty-sixth, so I can always talk again. Yeah. Talk. Cool. That's my birthday. birthday. That's my birthday. Yeah. yeah. See, look. You, I remember now. Very nice. That's my new yoga day. You, yes. Oh yeah. New mm. yoga. Is that my birthday present? Uh, An invitation. <laughs> no, boys. <gasps> I should wear my wig. Should we plug what's going on as well? Mm, Again, away. we'll just plug every week. Uh, we got uh, Up in Joke tour. Yeah, Up in Joke tour. <laughs> Fuck, we haven't even really spoke about it properly. Not properly. properly um, tickets so are good. live yes. via Ticketek. So look up Up in Joke. It's basically attention reunion skits, like video, some funny shit. Yeah. Uh, stand up, who's rhyme, a freestyling is the headline. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, yeah, a few stitch ups and. Should be fucking epic. We've already sold 10% of the tickets, 1,000 seaters, so get yeah. involved. It's going to be sick. August 27th, be up here for it. It's, it's gonna Mate, you got to come. Ew. It's going to be good fun. Yeah. I'm not okay. doing stand-up though this time, sorry. Oh, oh no. Yeah, it's going to be good. It's, that makes it good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing really much. I'm just doing a little few stupid things on stage. But yeah, I'm gonna, no I'm gonna, If this goes out tonight and you listen to it oh. before nine, I'm in a freestyle rap battle, even though I'm sick as fuck. Got a yeah. wedding tomorrow, uh, Sunday, Sunday singles, which has been so fun. Yeah. Um, and because, you know, oh, yeah, so I might as well plug everything because if we're splitting <laughs> this into two, uh, Wednesday night, quiz night at Paddy Malone's. Next Friday, I'm emceeing in Mindari. It's a free gig, I think. So if you're in Mindari, just swing down to Mindari Hall or Pavilion at the Marina. Um, and then that's it in terms of comedy because the 19th is Hutchie's birthday. So oh, go. is it? Yeah. Oh, cheers for the invite, Hutchie. You're in Broome, eh? Oh, yeah. Still didn't get an invite. Ask you. Fucking asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Thought we were fucking. And Chelsea, you're going to do your collective. It's all good. Yeah, I just say I'm about to um, start channeling my focus in counselling, and it's definitely going to be about relationships and just preventative things that you can do in your relationship so they don't break down. Like anal. Um. And I'm going to ignore you. (laughs) And, yeah, so follow me on Instagram, which is at The Collective Therapy, because I talk about everything that I'm going to release on there. I'm going to start doing lives and talking about topics and questions that people ask me. Yep. Um, And, yeah, and I have had a lot of success with the amazing RTT hypnotherapy which is an incredible therapy and um, and it's an incredible therapy to deliver because it's just – it's been so good. And you've experienced it, haven't you, Dells? Mm-hmm. Mm. It's great. That's why I broke up with my <laughs> – no. uh, Well, yeah. No. It, it's good. It's okay. really, really good and it sets people free, which is why I get a buzz out of it. So, yeah. Yep. Cool. Cool. I All got right. I got nothing to plug. But I'm going to be in Broome next week, so that's why we're going to uh, – Put this, Re- into put this into two episodes, I think. So I uh, hope you fucking enjoy the episode. Thank you very much for coming on, Chelsea. No, I love it. Yeah. Love it. Spewing about the nude yoga. But um, <laughs> it's all good. No worries. <laughs> you know, I'm only uh, grieving, but it's all right. Um, that's it. Shavasana, cool. motherfucker. Namaste. <laughs> Bye. Peace. Look at these men finishing <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the bit now. <laughs> I'm a crow. <laughs> You shall you not pass. You shall not pass. <laughs> he never did the W, but everybody else has done the W. <laughs> Listen all the way to the end and you'll see why he's the dumbest cunt on the planet. Yes. Grab a drink, settle down, and we'll see you in right now. Yeah. Five Yards Podcast. <laughs>